you would feel nothing. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, If I Were a Tree, by Andrea Zimmerman, illustrated by Jing Jing Song, published by Lee and Low Books, Inc. If I Were a Tree is through the minds of children, imagining what their five senses would experience if they were a tree. What would life be like as a tree? Well, I hope you brought your LSD, man, because we're becoming trees. The trip opens on a brother and sister describing what kind of tree they would be. No, not a conifer or a deciduous. They make it a little more simple than that. They believe they would be a strong, big, and tall tree. Really astute thought there. I know exactly what tree that is. It's not like most trees are relatively big and tall. Then the children go into what they would feel, and it doesn't sound all that great. Getting past the fact that they would feel nothing because they would be a tree with no central nervous system, they claim they would feel squirrels running all over them, and birds and bats hiding in them, and worms down by their roots. What are they, the town bike? Does everyone get a ride? That sounds like hell. Animals and bugs all over you, and even inside you, but there's nothing you can do about it. I'm starting to think, if reincarnation is real, bad people come back as trees. Next, they go into taste, and it doesn't sound any better. They claim, quote, If I were a tree, I know what I'd taste. The layers of land, the soil and sand. I'd taste old buried bones, and pebbles and stones, and waters that flood, and minerals and mud. End quote. Yep, it's hell. Nothing like eating dirt and shit, or tasting someone's rotting body. Mm-mm, eat up. On to smell, and I have to say the kids are doing one hell of a job selling this. They tell the reader they would smell skunk. Is it skunk or that laced wacky weed you got, man? They would also smell a bear's breath. That's an awful experience. When someone with bad breath gets too close and starts breathing into your mouth, it's like you can even taste it. And they top all this off by letting you know they would smell, quote, old fungus decay, end quote. Yippee! Nothing like the smell of sweet decay. It's better than the smell of mama's home cooking. Can you guess what sense is next? Yep, it's hearing. And they tell you they would hear a mole sneezing. Hopefully not on them. Hopefully it sneezes into its arm, and not into its hand, like some people I see, and then go around shaking hands. Put her there, pal. Disgusting. They finish off the senses and go into what they would see, like animals and the sunrise. Sick. Not like you would see that as a human, too. And that's it. It's over, right? Nope. Wrong. Dead wrong. They get sappy, pun intended, and go into what they would love. They say they would love, quote, the wind's playful tugs, end quote. That's reaching a new low if you have to resort to the wind's tugs. Being a tree sounds absolutely dreadful. These two won't give it up. They just keep going, 
Now they're on to what they would know as a tree. And they say that there will be bad days and cold spells, but that life will succeed. Unless they're a tree in California, they'd be up in smoke in no time, because they have zero forest management. And their trip finally comes to an end. On the last page, they have some sort of a summary on exploring trees that directs you to other books if you actually want to learn about trees. Honestly, this book had potential to teach the reader something, but I learned nothing. Using the five senses wasn't a bad idea, and there are so many cool directions Andrea could have gone with this book. She could have kept the senses idea, but actually taught the reader about different types of trees. Or, because trees can live so long, she could have used the senses to take us on a journey through history. But nope, she instead tried to go for the sentimental, and it failed miserably. Andrea wrote this trip as a poem, so I'll give her some credit for the rhymes. But the way she described what it would be like to be a tree was not pleasant. In fact, she made it truly sound like hell. Jingjing did what she could with the illustrations, showing the kids camping with their family, discovering new things in the woods. She was also creative in her use of color, but her pictures still weren't enough to give me hardwood. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 1.4. I'm turning my nose up at it and having none of it, then maybe staring down at it in disgust that I might actually have to taste it. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.